0: Hello and welcome to Just Thoughts with Kara Hogan, a podcast where friends and I discuss our thoughts on anything and everything. So I realized that I never actually, I don't think, and if I did, I apologize for repeating myself about um, what I'm trying to do with the podcast now. And I sort of talked about it a little bit on social media, but I thought I would actually talk about it on the podcast itself. So basically, I'm trying out a new format for the podcast. I'm trying out shorter episodes, so I'm aiming to do um, 15 to 20-minute long episodes, and I'm aiming to do them every single week instead of every other week like I used to try to do, Um, and, well, I mean, I wasn't even sticking to any sort of schedule, but basically what I'm trying to do is, just me on the podcast, we may have guessed at some point, but just me, um, 15 to 20 minutes a week, just talking about... Um, whatever I want to talk about, basically, and I'm trying to stick to a goal of uploading um, every week until um, the end of the year, I guess. I was going to say, like, the end of the semester, but that's basically, like, the end of December, so I'm going to say through the end of the year, and we're going to see how this goes. So, yeah, that is... My goal—that's what I'm trying to do. I really want uh, to just really start making this like a, an actual thing that I do. So I'm really trying to hold myself to it. So any support from anyone that's listening—it um, would be really amazing. Um, just try to hold me accountable. That's uh, what I would love. So anyway, uh, that's where things are going with this podcast. So to dive right into our topics of conversation today, I saw a lot of theater this weekend, this past weekend, Uh, so we're gonna change things up a little bit. We're gonna talk about theater today. And I know I talked a little bit about this um, during the summertime when I was recording, um, but this is gonna be like a purely theater-focused episode, so if you're not interested in that, I am so sorry, Uh, but that's what we're gonna be talking about today, because that's really all the sort of, that's what the interesting stuff that I did this week uh, that I think would be fun to talk about so and hopefully in the next few weeks i'll get back into doing more like regular tv and movie type stuff um but yeah this weekend was a pretty theater-filled weekend so let's just hop right in ugh i hate myself anyway so um, on Friday night, I went to go see a musical theater sketch comedy show at Fifty Four Below called Shiz. So for those of you who don't know, um, Fifty Four Below is this um, like cabaret broad. Well, it's like it's a cabaret space um, where uh, mostly. Broadway performers perform. They call it, like, colloquially, like, Broadway's living room. Um, And they have shows, like, every night of the week. And um, it's mostly, yeah, it's mostly, like, a Broadway thing. they are, like, you know, cross-genre performers and that sort of a thing. But if you look on their schedule, that's mostly, like, their target audiences, their target demographic. Uh, So I've been there a couple times to see a couple other shows. But my friend Angela and I, previous guest on the podcast, Angela Yamarone, went to see Shiz, um, and the name of this uh, sketch comedy show comes from in the musical Wicked. The school they go to is called Shiz. Oh, oh you know, it, that's just what it is. I don't remember why. Um, it's been a long time since I've done a deep dive into Wicked. Um, but basically, it was um, a bunch of like musical theater people and some um, upper citizens brigade people I'm just doing sketch comedy about musical theater and this is actually the intersection of both of my interests perfectly. So I really enjoyed the show. It was so funny. Um, just like just the niche the niche content um, really was amazing and it was like written and performed by a bunch of people I really like uh, Natalie Walker who's sort of like Twitter famous for her like musical theater like videos and things um, she's really funny I'm um, Shana Taub the um, musical writer um, who she did Twelfth Night at the Public Theater this summer Andrew Cober, who's like a com- comedic musical theater performer um, who else was there? Like, Joel Perez, who was in Fun Home, um, Heath Saunders, who was in Great Comet, so, and I'm definitely forgetting, like, a whole bunch of people, um, but, like, the cast was really great, it was super funny, um, it was, like, everything that me and Angela had ever wanted to do when we were in stoves, but, like, no one would laugh at it because no one would get the jokes, um, so that was really great and super fun and normally my rule is that I do not go see comedy after 11 p.m. because nothing is funny to me after 11 p.m. because I'm just tired but I drank some coffee and I went to the show at 11:30, and I just like literally laughed so hard that I cried it was so funny um, so if they ever do it again I would highly recommend you go I think they've done it at um, the people's improv theater before too um, but it's so hilarious if you love musical theater and you love sketch comedy you should definitely check it out. And then the second show that I saw this weekend, this is a more formal like show, um, was I Was Most Alive With You at Playwrights Horizons. So this is a pretty prominent um, off-Broadway theater company. They have a really great um, student discount program so you can sign up for their student membership online which is totally free and you get $15 tickets um, to all their shows. Uh, So that's how I saw this show. So just a little insider tip, if you're looking to see some plays, some off-Broadway shows, they are probably um, the most affordable off-Broadway company. I can't think of any company that offers cheaper tickets to students. So definitely um, check out this opportunity. Um, But I saw this play, and I'm sort of conflicted about how I feel about it. I don't wanna go too into what the plot is about um because obviously you can read that on the internet um but it's like it was one of those plays or this happens in like tv and movies and books too it's not unique to theater where like everything bad that could happen does happen and it's like at points it's sort of bordered on like torture porn kind of if you're familiar with that sort of concept um and I was like I don't know if I really like if This is, like, good writing, necessarily, if just, like, everything bad that happens, happens. Uh, The play was written by Craig Lucas, by the way. Um, And so I was like, I don't know. But I thought, like, the performances were really great. Like, the actors did a really great job um, with material. And I thought it elevated, the performances elevated a lot of the things that I was sort of, like, questioning, and there were, they also use this, like, really interesting, or Craig Lucas used this really interesting framing device to frame the events of the play, and I wasn't really sure if I liked it either. Well, I guess I can say it. This, like, comes out in the first, like, couple minutes of the play, is that, like, there are these two characters who are, like, TV writers, and they decide to sort of, like, instead of, like, coming up with a fake show, like, like, an idea for a show, they decide to, like, write out what happened in their real lives over the last couple months, and so you see the events of what led up to... The current moment um like through the eyes of these like tv writers like writing it which i don't think i don't know i didn't love that but i guess it kind of worked for like how the show was going but like yeah i thought the performances were really great and like there were like some really really like beautiful moving moments and i like i cried like a lot and like towards the end of the show there was like this i mean if you've seen the show like Let me know, Um, like there was this really like this moment where I just was like like literally like squeezing my hands together And I was like crying like a lot Um, So I don't really know um, how I feel about it I'm gonna be curious to read the reviews. It hasn't opened yet um, And I know they're still working on the show So I kind of wish I'd gone a little bit later in the run So I could have seen it a little bit more um, once it settled into itself But like the one thing that I will say like very positively like is that um, the show has deaf performers in the cast, and every performance is fully interpreted by what they call these uh, shadow actors. as uh, so there's like the set of the play and then there's sort of like this um, like railing up top, this like it's not scaffolding, but they have like um, on top they have where um, these deaf actors come out and they sign for all of the hearing actors. and then there are deaf actors who are actually in the action of the play itself. So, like, that's really amazing because, of course, like, representation matters, and it's really great that, like, the, all of the performances are accessible to um, deaf people who come to see the show. Because a lot of what a lot of theater companies do is um, occasionally they'll do, like, open caption performances or audio described or interpreted perfor- performances for, you know, um, deaf people, people who are blind, that sort of thing, but every um, performance is accessible um, for deaf people people, hearing impaired people. So I think that's really great. And just to have like those actors on stage is really amazing too. So um, I applaud Playwrights Horizons for um, making a step towards inclusion. So that's really awesome. Um, And I hope that we see like just more interpreted performances and that sort of a thing coming out of off-Broadway companies. Although honestly, I will say that like Off-Broadway is really great about that. Like a lot of the companies that I've worked for do have open caption performances, do have audio described performances, do have interpreted performances. So it's good to know that like that is something that Companies are thinking about. They're thinking about diversity and inclusion, um, and that's really good. So, uh, that is like obviously like positive. Like, I can't say enough about how great that is. Um, the actual quality of the play. Not so sure about it, but um, I guess my, in summary, I would say like the acting is really great um, and elevates a script that I think is, maybe is questionable content-wise, um, but I think is very moving at times as well. Uh, do what you will with that information. And then the uh, third show that I saw on Sunday was I saw Um, a play called the true and this is being put on by the new group and to be fully uh transparent with you all i am the an intern at the new group uh, this semester so um of course just keep that in mind uh but i really enjoyed this play a lot um it's a political play it's actually about albany machine politics in the 1970s i grew up in the albany area so a lot of the references um to like locations and newspapers and things like that um I knew them so that was really cool. Um, But so the play I thought was really smart and it was really well written. In terms of like helping the audience understand what was going on because I've seen other um, political plays or plays about politics in New York City Um, and I saw this one play called Kings at the Public Theater and not to like um, shit on this play or anything but it was about lobbyists and I consider myself you know a politically active person I like to keep up with politics I know how the political system works or you know I'm trying my best to understand and Lobbying is like very niche and it was really I didn't really understand What was going on in that play so so much of my energy while watching that play was focused on like, okay What is actually going on because I don't know if this is important or not So the dramatic impact of the show sort of it lost me at least because I was like I just don't understand what's going on in this play But what I really liked about the true is like everything I mean They sort of even hit you over the head with it about like what the events of the like what Politically, was at stake, and like I just felt really good because I was like, Oh, I totally understand this, it's very clear to me. So, like, I mean, I'm not an idiot, but it was like, Yeah, that was really helpful. And I thought the performances were all really great. Edie Falco, um, who she's on The Sopranos, Nurse Jackie, um, she is the lead basically, and she is amazing. She is so great, I'd never seen her on stage before, and she's a really amazing stage actress. So, like, if Like I would recommend this play just for her performance because I think she does a really great job with the material and she's like so funny and but also like heartbreaking. And I thought the whole play was really well cast. I think it's a really well done production. So yes, I do work for this company, um, but I cannot. I I definitely recommend this show. Like it's really, it's a really interesting piece. It's really a great piece. So definitely check it out. So that's what I saw this weekend. So I think with sort of my remaining time, I'm going to shout out a couple of shows that I'm looking forward to that are upcoming, so I want—I um, don't think I'll do like super deep dives into exactly what each show is about, but I definitely wanted to shout out um, the things that are coming up soon that I really want to check out, so if you're in the area or thinking about seeing some theater, um, here are some of my recommendations. I will say that I Lately, I'm definitely more interested in what's going on off-Broadway rather than what's going on on Broadway. Um, There are a lot of great plays coming to Broadway, so I will say that, um, which is really awesome. Uh, Musicals, I'm not so much interested in a lot of what's going on. And, yeah, I just would say, like, my purview right now is really, like, off-Broadway-focused. Like, I'm just really more interested in the stuff that's going on there. So, um, do with that what you will. Honestly, the tickets tend to be cheaper than Broadway. So, um, I think everyone should look into seeing shows off-Broadway because they're, like, honestly, a lot of them are really great and really interesting. And tend to sort of take more risks than commercial properties would. Not to say that commercial properties aren't risk-taking, but, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's true a lot of the time. Um, so a couple things that I'm excited for are The Nap at Manhattan Theatre Club. Um, this is sort of a, it's like a British, uh, I don't, I was gonna say screwball comedy, but I don't think that's what it is. It's like, it's like a weird comedy. I'm really intrigued by the premise of this play. The press photos just came out, which made me even more intrigued. Um, so I am curious to hear about this. I think I'll probably maybe wait until the reviews come out. Um, but it's, it's definitely one that I'm thinking about. They also have a really great, uh, discount ticket program, um, $30 if you are under 35. So definitely check that out. Um, let's see, uh, The Girl from the North Country at the Public Theater. This is a, um, a musical that uses the songs of Bob Dylan to um, talk about uh, like a, a Minnesota town. I believe it's Minnesota. Um, oh my God, if I got that wrong, I'm gonna be very embarrassed. But that looks really interesting. It was in London and it got rave reviews. Uh, so I definitely wanna check that out. And they offer um, rush tickets on the TodayTix app, I believe, for twenty dollars, maybe, maybe more. Um, But so that's a really that's an affordable option, a way to check that show out. Um, Another one is the Waverly Gallery. This is the Kenneth Lonergan play, Um, and uh, Lucas Hedges is going to be in it. Michael Cera, um, Elaine May, and Joan Allen, I believe. Um, so I'm really interested to see this, as I talked about on last week's episode, I think Lucas Hedges is a really great actor, I've been wanting to see him on stage, he did a play like a year or so ago with at MCC Theatre called Yen that I wanted to see, but I just didn't get around to seeing, so I, w- I really am interested to see him on stage, so definitely looking to check that out, waiting for the Rush policy to be announced, or if anyone knows of any like uh, good ticket deals, um, I'm... I'm on, I'm on the hunt, but if you found one already, please let me know if there's a discount code out there that exists. Let's see, what else can I talk about? Um, Lewiston and Clarkston at Rattlestick Playwrights Theater. This is a company that I have formally interned for, so um, I am a little biased, but this is a show that I, on my internship was sort of working on, um, helping secure funding for it and a lot and stuff like that. I have read the, both of the scripts. It is in, um, an evening or an afternoon, depending on when you go, of two plays, two um, plays that it's not like part one and part two, but they are um, sort of sister plays, I guess. They're linked together. They take um, place on both sides of the Iowa and Washington border, in Lewiston and Clarkston. And the plays sort of meditate on like, what does it mean to be American? What does the American dream mean? Um, you know, how how have we changed since Lewis and Clark? You know, traveled west. Like, just sort of meditating on a lot of questions about the American experience. So, um, definitely would recommend checking these out. I'm really excited. What's going to happen is. You see uh, Lewiston, then the audience eats dinner together, and then you see Clarkson, Clarkston, Clarkson, oh my goodness, I literally have this, the play names written in front of me, so I should be saying this correctly. So, I think it will be a very interesting experience, I love the people at Rattlestick very much, and I am, I'm just, I'm excited to go check it out, so I definitely um, am gonna go see that. Then, let's see, we'll talk about, like, I think two more shows. Uh, So, The Ferryman, um, which is a play by Jez Butterworth, I believe, that um, got rave reviews in London. I don't know a ton about it because I prefer to go into shows blind with little idea of what the show is about. Um, But I am definitely interested in this show. Um, I yeah got rave reviews in London. Um, It's a very anticipated transfer here, um, so I'm really looking into that. And then uh, the, the last one I think I'm going to talk about is Torch Song, and this is a revival of a Harvey Firestein play that I believe premiered in the 80s. I am, if I got this wrong, maybe it was the 90s. Um, about um, a gay man, and it's like about his relationship with his mother, and I think his life in general. Michael Urie is taking on the lead role, um, so I am definitely really um, want to check this play out because it was a landmark play when it was first done. So this is definitely a show that I'm interesting interested in seeing. But I think that's gonna wrap up my discussion of theater today. So I hope you learned something new. Or, um, maybe got an idea of something that you want to check out on Broadway or off-Broadway. Um, so, I hope this was useful. Uh, Dad, I hope you enjoyed. Um, but, yeah, so, I think next week, hopefully, um, we'll have more to talk about. The Emmys were last night, so I'm sure maybe I'll have something to say about that. As you know, we love award shows here on Just Thoughts with Kara Hogan. Um, but, yeah, let's, uh, talk about social media links. Um, you can find the podcast on Facebook. It is Just Thoughts with Kara Hogan. Please give it a like. The podcast is on Twitter, at JT with. Hogan, please give us a follow. Um, Where I'm also been uploading um, back episodes of the podcast to YouTube slowly but surely. So if YouTube is your preferred way to check out this podcast, uh, look at that. Um, please subscribe and leave a rating or review in Apple Podcasts. That's how people um, find out about the show. Apple Podcasts is the like largest podcast distributor. It's the way most people listen to their podcast. So any. Anything you could do there would really help me out. Um, the podcast is also on SoundCloud, so if that is your preferred way of listening, uh, definitely find the podcast on SoundCloud and give us a follow. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, you can email the podcast with any questions, comments, or concerns. We'd love to hear from you. Just thoughtswithcarahogan at gmail.com. And yeah, I will see you guys next week, and we can chat all about, um, who knows? It's at, at The world is changing day by day, so hopefully something exciting. All right, bye.